Hello, hello, everybody. What's up? Dennis Allen here from the Inglebean podcast video, what series, whatever you're going to call it. Uh, Ingle Blend is a new thing that I'm doing. I'm trying to source local coffee from all around the country uh, and bring it to you via the internet and online shipping, things like that. Today we have a our very first roaster, the the woman, the part of the team that put it all together for us here at Inglebean Coffee Shop. Um, Kim from Standing Stone Coffee. I guess I just answered the first two questions. Very new at this. <laughs> um, so welcome, Kim. Uh, I already told everybody your name, uh, but maybe you could tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got um, into coffee, and how the relationship between you and Standing Stone kind of formed. Uh, yeah, sure. Sorry about the uh, air conditioner kicking on and off in the background, but I'm trying to stay outside before all this rain hits. Um, so my name is Kim. I am the master roaster at Standing Stone Coffee Company based out of Huntington, Pennsylvania. And um, I have been with this company for over 10 years. I started as a barista just to make a, some extra income when I um, actually was working for uh, Juniata College as a coach. And I just wanted to do something on the side. While I was here, um, the roaster that we had ended up... Uh, leaving. He actually now has his own roastery. Um, so I said, yeah, I'll jump in. I want to learn how to roast. That sounds cool. Um, at the time we only roasted for ourselves. Um, and like a couple, couple local places in town that got, you know, a five pound bag here or there. Um, so that was in 2010, I guess I started in 2009. I started roasting in in May of 2010. Um, and so now it is 10 years later. I have gone through several assistants. Um, I currently have two and a third starting yesterday, actually, first day of training. So um, we're a growing operation with uh, plenty of room to grow as well. Can't hear you, Dennis. Sorry. So what we're trying to do at Engelblend, um, trying to get the essence of different coffee shops. So could you tell us a little bit about your area, where you are? I know we're in Pennsylvania here. Um, so just tell us like what makes Standing Stone part of the community, what kind of communities, a college town, what have you. Um, yeah. So a little background on Standing Stone. Um, the owners are uh, Greg and Jesse Anderson. Greg is a Juniata College graduate. Jesse is a Penn State graduate. Um, they uh, have a love for people and wanted to open a coffee shop. So um, in 2008, they did a lot of research, or probably before that, you know, 2006, let's say. They did a lot of research on um, small towns. They wanted to be um, in a college town. So they went to several in Pennsylvania um, towns that needed you know, to see if they needed a coffee shop. Um, Huntingdon actually won. So um, the location that we're in is um, central Pennsylvania. It's south of State College by about 40 minutes or so. Um, Raystown Lake area. So we have a big tourist attraction for uh, one of the largest man-made lakes. Um, oh, I heard about I think, that. That's right. I think it is the largest man-made lake in Pennsylvania. It's about 32 miles long. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, well, it's a small college town. Juniata College is a small private school. Um, not exactly sure how many students they have. I would say between four and 5,000. Um, 
the yeah so when greg and jesse were trying to open a, find a place to open a coffee shop they wanted to be in a, a neighborhood in a community that needed it um so our location is actually not on a main street it's um you know, it's on a one-way street kind of set into um, a downtown community. So you have like your downtown district of, you know, downtown of Huntingdon that has most of the restaurants and the shops um, where we are closer to the college and uptown. So we have neighbors, you know, just like next door neighbors, not like a normal business would. Um, the building that we're in, this, this brick building here, used to be um, a laundromat. So the neighborhood used it as, as a laundromat. And when Greg and Jesse, you know, surveyed the community, they still wanted laundry, which is why in the back of the building, we have kept laundry. There are a um, couple machines so that you can come in, do your laundry and have your coffee and lunch. So. It's strange, but at the same time, such a cool idea. I, I really yes. enjoy that. At first, when I heard about it, I'm like, what do you mean, a laundromat in a, in a coffee shop? But it works so perfectly. It's great for the community. Yeah, it's, it you know, really immersing yourself in a community. Everybody does laundry. Yeah. yeah. So um, how did you and Ingleby, because, you know, as everybody knows or as nobody knows, uh, I bought the coffee shop a couple years ago, but Inglebean has been here for almost 10 years now. Uh, it's not 10. Um, how did the relationship, because we Sorry, only, there's a large truck. What was that? There's a large truck driving by. Oh, um, sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, so how I was asking, you know, because we only sell Inglebean coffee here uh, in the pumps and all our espresso drinks and everything. Um, mm -hmm. But this Ingleblend, we're going to be sourcing Ingleblend ver versions from all over. How did mm -hmm. you and Inglebean form a relationship and how did they find each other and... Um, yeah, so the original owner, owner Martha, was um, what I don't I don't remember what year it was. It was probably close close to ten nine years ago. Something. It, it might have been ten this February. I think it was. 10, yeah, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it was shortly after I started roasting, and um, her and her partner came to us to um, talk to us about this idea of um, putting the Inglebean in. And that they've had our coffee and they wanted to wanted us to roast for them. At that time, we hadn't done any any major wholesales, no other coffee shops. Um, but we felt like we were ready to take it on. Um, so we we met, we drank a lot of coffee, we tried a lot, um, and at the time, it was I mean, Englebean wasn't a coffee shop. It was it wasn't built out. It was. Uh, it was just a hunter's lodge, a fishing lodge, the, you know, the rooms above it. So we had come up, we took a tour um, just to get a feel for it. When we do blends for people, we really like to understand, like, you know, what the, the point of the restaurant is, you know, um, the mission. Uh, we want to get, you know, a feel for it. So if something like, if you came into Standing Stone, you notice that our, the walls on our, you know, in our coffee shop are bright orange. We play loud music you know, fun. Um, so our house blend is uh, vibrant. It's very bright. It's welcoming. It's, um, you know, it's something that kind of reflects who we are. And that's what we try to do for other coffee shops as well. So the Inglebean is, was originally designed as a hunter's lodge. So we kind of wanted to stick with that, you know, to draw in um, 
you know, a variety, <laughs> there it is. Yeah. A variety of crowds. Um, so the, and the lodge above it also gets a lot of, um, tourists. So people come in to hunt people, mostly fishing probably. Um, so the, the combination that we did for the angle blend was, um, it is a combination of four coffees, but we wanted it to be kind of like a, a dark, heavy tobacco-y kind of sit around the fire, smoke your pipe kind of lodge feel to it. Um, so the base of the, uh, angle blend is a, a dark roasted Kenya. It's heavy. It has a lot of, uh, you know, walnut tobacco flavor to it that kind of sets the base for it. Um, Another piece of the angle, angle bean uh, coffee is Brazil. So the Brazil tends to have a lot of chocolate and nut notes, but that Brazil is also roasted lighter. So it brings out a lot, of, uh, a lot more of the acidic nut notes that you would have. Um, the, sec- the third piece to the angle blend is uh, Nicaragua, which is a medium roast. Um, it is also, it's a direct trade coffee. So the, we have a really good relationship with our Nicaraguan farm. Um, we have been there. Several of our staff have been there. We try to send um, a crew down every other every other year. Dennis hoping is to go uh, the next time we go. Um, yeah. So the Nicaragua is a a very true medium medium blend coffee. Um, it is. It has a lot of darker fruit to it. Some like black currant, um, but it also is a very earthy coffee. So it has a really good balance to that. It adds to the angle bean. Um, and then the last part of the angle bean coffee is Sumatra. So Sumatra is an Indonesian coffee. Indonesian coffees tend to be uh, known as the spice, you know, Indonesian is the spice islands. So they have a lot of clove, a lot of heavier flavors to them. Um, and that is also a dark roast. So with the fun thing about the angle bean is that you hit every region of the world. You have... Uh, yeah, you have your Brazil, and then you have your African, you know, and uh, your Indonesian. So, cool. Very cool. I never, I never realized that it hits every part of the uh, the globe pretty much. Very nice. Um, what is your, what is your favorite um, kind of coffee? Um, I tend to go toward Africans and light roasts. Um, I like fruitier flavors. I like bright notes. Um, I like to have a lot of that natural flavor in it. I'm not. Uh, I don't really like a whole lot of nut in my coffee, but I don't really like a whole lot of nuts in general. Um, but I tend to go toward uh, the Ethiopian Yergachev is my favorite just because it's so unique. It's also processed coffee, so it's, uh, it's dried with the cherry still on it as opposed to most coffees are dried. Oh, all right. Um, so it's kind of like a, you think about it, like a sun-dried tomato. Mm. that more of a natural flavor kind of packed into it that's nice very nice um so when if people are coming out there so we're promoting these coffee blends and people are going to be buying your coffee and they're going to have to come to standing stone what are a couple things that you have to get from the standing stone like what are your staples um hands down the montana climber it's it's the most popular sandwich that we have um it's a combination of smoked turkey, bacon, an avocado ranch spread, tomato, Colby Jack cheese, and it's on sourdough bread. Um, so we feature paninis. We do salads, soups, a um, ton of espresso drinks. We have cold brew on nitro. We have um, 
milkshakes, smoothies. Um, yeah, and then we also have a seasonal menu. So we have a seasonal menu that rotates about every six weeks um, just to kind of keep things fresh. And we go with, you know, like try to do what's in season. And right. um, so the one that I think just started today, can't exactly remember what's on it. There's a BLP, which is a really awesome sandwich. And it has, uh, so it's a bacon, lettuce, and pineapple. And it has, oh, that's nice. <laughs> I think it's like a Cajun mayo spread and it also has avocado. It's really good. It sounds really strange, but it is delicious. The pineapple just makes the sandwich. Um, we also have your traditional Caesar salad and um, some new drinks. There's a strawberry short, nope, strawberry cheesecake iced latte that they Whoa. put. Okay. Um, we also try to do a lot of mocktails. So um, we sell our cold brew to a lot of uh, bars and restaurants when they're open um, to do actual cocktails, um, which is cool. So our, uh, we try to do a bunch of mocktails that just like incorporate different flavors into the cold brew. I'm going to have to try those. I never, I never yeah, tried that. Cool. In the uh, cold brew. Yeah, I, I definitely want to try that stuff. Interesting. Um, have you ever had it over nitro? I did at my friend's place in Jersey City, but yeah. I definitely want to try a standing stuff. Yeah. Really good stuff. Um, where do you see the future of coffee going? You know, like with everything going on right now and just the overall trends of coffee, you know, what do you, what do you see the newest things out there hitting the market or any, any direction of coffee in the future? I, I honestly, I'm trying to live in this little bubble and not focus on the outside world right now. Um, just kind of living with what we're doing, but I definitely think creativity, trying to, um, you know, figure out what is acceptable and what is not, you know, even as far as like um, farmer's markets go, you know, this whole, the summer is going to be completely different. You know, how can we, can we bottle our cold brew? Can we, you know, how do we get things into people's hands um, without getting cash back into ours, like physical cash, you know, so setting up different styles of websites to do pre-ordering, having pickup locations, um, you know, because it would be nice. We do, we typically do about, I don't know, seven farmer's markets each week throughout the summer. And, um, you know, like uh, we may have to cut back on that or um, just having to to figure out what's the best way. So, you know, if I can pre-order my coffee and then just walk up to my table and grab it off and not have to have any actual, um, you know, transaction of credit card or money um, just to, you know, figure those things out, whether, you know, we, we sell a bunch of cold brew at farmer's markets and that's, we can't do that now. So do we try to figure out how to bottle it and send it off in a, you know, a gallon jug for you to, you to take it home or a growler, like pre-order your growler of cold brew? Yeah. 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 Those are definitely yeah. some good directions. I mean, like you said, you know, you just want to live in a little bottle bubble. I think a lot of people are doing that. You know, people are not traveling yeah. out to farmers markets or bigger events, which are good, you know, hopefully they'll, they'll focus more on the little cafes and coffee shops in the area. And, you know, instead of going to Walmart and buying, you know, a bag of Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts coffee, you know, hopefully people just, you know, bunker in more in their community, you know, shop local more, eat healthier, because the, the more local you're eating your food, the better it's going to be for you too. So I hope these are trends. Yeah, and I, I hope these yeah, I think so too. Just, I mean, we're even struggling now, you know, with trying to get things into the country and, you know, with 
meat packaging plants closing and you know people are now reaching out for better local options um, so i hope when people do that i hope it sticks yeah me too um do you have anything you want to share with the millions of people watching and listening no, just uh, we have a website. So if you go to www.standingstonecoffeecompany.com, check us out there. Um, you can obviously go order Angle Bean through um, Dennis, but if there's other options you want, like the Ethiopian yep. Yoga Chef, you can mm -hmm. order it. Yep, you have all different kind of, what, what kind of blades do you sell on your website? Um, so we have, we carry about 10 different countries. Um, that's Central, South. Africans um, and then you know Indonesian right now we also have a seasonal select which is in El Salvador so it's pricier than the rest of them but it is a direct trade um, from a family farm in, in El Salvador it's really good um, biodynamic coffee oh, wow, uh, so um, and then we have a couple blends we have our breakfast blend our house blend our on-the-job blend is a, a darker darker blend um, our espresso blend is on there and we also have a blue and gold blend, which is designed um, for oh. college. Yeah. Oh, blue and gold? I thought that was Penn State. Oh, it's blue and white. Blue and Penn white. State. Oh, whoops. Sorry, buddy. Anything blue and white. <laughs> so. I, it's so funny. I thought that was the Penn State one when I saw that one. <laughs> nope. Nope. We're Juniata down here. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. <laughs> um, so do you guys have Instagram and all that other fun stuff, too? People can follow you on there? Yep. All right. Uh, let's see, anything else uh, you have for me or? I don't think so. I think it should be it. Well, thank you very much, Kim. Uh, maybe we'll get Greg on here one day. I know Greg's yeah, uh, he would love that. probably stuck in the office somewhere doing paperwork and, you know, yeah. <laughs> coffee shop owner stuff like I should be doing. <laughs> yeah. But thank you very much. Thank you for all the information. Yeah, thank thank you. you for being, you know, our first and primary roaster here. Um, thank you for coming up with such a great blend for us and really encapsulating the essence of the coffee shop. So really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you so much, well, Kim. Thank you very much. Yeah, we love what you guys are doing up there. Thank you, We're thank you. All right, I'll see you later. And to all of you watching in the internet world, thank you. And check out ingleblend.com, uh, Standing Stone, what was it? Standing Stone Coffee. Company. Dot com too. All right, all right, see you next week, folks. Bye-bye. See ya.